Chapter 1. The Storyteller In this large panelled room beneath the brass chandeliers, they have eaten their lunch, chattering and laughing. Now they are quiet, turning their attention to the stage. It is dark, with a soft light over the podium. The light picks up the crest of the university, emblazoned prominently on the podium. An elderly man approaches centre stage. He is tall, thin, stooped, and his clothes hang around his frame. He is unprepossessing, and yet there is a light in his eye, a smile playing at the corner of his mouth, that makes the discerning pause lest they underestimate him. He begins to speak. Mr. Chairman, colleagues, students, ladies and gentlemen, it is with pleasure that I address you at this the annual luncheon of our psychiatry department. With pleasure and some surprise. As you know, the annual speaker is carefully selected from among our ranks as an expert, a psychiatrist who has distinguished himself. While I, I will retire this year from a rather indifferent career. So why was I selected? Perhaps it would have been an embarrassment to the department to have kept me around so long without once justifying that decision with some small honour. Or perhaps if one lives as long as I have within the confines of a single profession, eventually one's colleagues honour survival itself. A shuffle murmur runs through the audience. It is in an articulate noise, yet universally understood to mean an audience is uncomfortable. The elderly man is alert to reactions among his listeners and raises both hands. No, no, be calm. No need to fear an hour's apologia. I have been asked to speak on the subject of reclaimed memory, and honesty about oneself is the prerequisite of memory retention or reclamation. If I had lulled myself into the fantasy that I had had a distinguished career rather than just a long one, I would not remember with absolute clarity the one shining moment, the one great success in my career. It was a case in which I assisted a woman to recover her memory, and not just any woman, for those much younger than I, in fact, for most of you, I will set the stage. He peers about the room to be sure he has the audience's full attention. He possesses the true grace of old age, patience. The second hand sweeps on the wall clock. Satisfied, he continues. In 1926, the author Agatha Christie disappeared from her home in Berkshire, England. Her car was found abandoned at the side of a road in Surrey. The road was little more than a lane, and at a point where it both descended and curved, her car had gone off the track and rested against a tree. It was the first week in December, yet when she left the car, her fur coat, purse, and case remained. Almost simultaneously, she was reported missing from her home in one police jurisdiction, and her abandoned car was found some miles away in a different jurisdiction. By 1926, the mysterious affair at Stiles and the murder of Roger Ackroyd had been published and were extraordinary successes. Her fame and popularity, combined with the mysterious disappearance, occasioned a national frenzy of police activity and international newspaper coverage. In the first hours, accident or suicide was feared. At one point, 15,000 volunteers were in the fields near the abandoned car searching for clues. When no body and no clues were found, it was postulated that she had been kidnapped. When no demand for ransom arrived, 
It was suggested that the foul man who acted for profit had bungled the thing and murdered her inadvertently. Finally, her husband Archie was suspected of deliberate murder to gain his freedom in order to marry one Nancy Neal. After a week, the concerned were joined by the cynics, who wrote that Mrs. Christie was in hiding voluntarily for the purpose of promoting her book sales or punishing her errant husband. After eleven days, Agatha Christie was found sitting in the lobby of the Hydropathic Hotel at Harrogate. She had arrived in the approved fashion by train from London. Only one statement was given to the press. Mrs. Christie has suffered from amnesia. No questions were entertained. The world balked at...